0: Writer Louise Kennedy moved to Sligo in the 1990s and the landscapes of the place inform many of her powerful short stories. One of the spots she found early on is Hazelwood. I first went to Hazelwood on the 18th of March 1988 to walk off a St Patrick's Day hangover. The friend I was visiting drove us out and away from the town, parking beside the place they call Half Moon Bay we brought crusts for the mallards and swans and when they were fed, we set out along the lakeside path. A sculpture trail had been installed a couple of years earlier, described as a dreamlike procession flitting across one's line of vision to the shores of Loch Gill. At the time, a South Korean company was producing videotapes from a 500,000 square foot factory nearby and the sickly burn of molten plastic hung low in the air. Someone told me later that industry needs a vast supply of water and the locals were glad of the jobs. The ancient woods had for over 400 years been part of Hazelwood Domain, an estate owned by the Wynne family who raced yachts on Loch Gill and competed at polo, rowing and shooting throughout the 19th century. William Butler Yeats set the Song of Wandering Angus in Hazelwood. His mother's family had a long association with the estate... During the famine, a win paid the Middleton and Pollux Fen Shipping Company 364 pounds for 81 emigrant passages to Canada. Hazelwood was both a playground for the Anglo-Irish ascendancy and a place from which tenants were banished. I moved to Sligo in the spring of 1999. I bought my first house, met a man, had a couple of children. They took their first steps in those woods, the soggy leaves and gnarly roots delightful if difficult terrain for their weak feet. By then many of the wooden objects had fallen victim to vandalism and the elements, but some remained. The imposing chariot a wooden man had once ridden had fallen away and my children called the vehicleless, squatting figure toilet man. Three carved mushrooms of different heights at the end of the bluebell path were markers of their growth spurts. As the ailing sculptures were removed, I distracted my children from the loss with the magical things that grew there broomrape, and puffballs, and ferns. Yeats begins his poem, I went to the hazel wood because a fire was in my head. I can't claim to have been similarly inflamed when I set a short story. Wolf Point in Hazelwood's dappled glades, but the place had got in on me. As my fictional woodsman goes about his work, the forest gives up eerie structures. algae slicked statues, Victorian follies and the remains of tiny bothies the peasants lived in. He brings his daughter for a picnic and they named the Wild Flowers and Grasses. The old factory houses a whiskey distillery now. Swathes of the woods have been cut away in an attempt at saving native trees from encroaching rhododendrons, whose dark, glossy leaves deflect light, offering no sustenance for the ecosystems that have existed for millennia. That these plants were introduced by the ascendancy seems like botanical colonialism. In the new clearings, humped stone grottos that had not been visible to walkers for decades have appeared. It seems that some of the follies I imagined were there all along. Hazelwood looks a little ragged now, but the work will ensure this place survives to share its secrets with future generations of staggering toddlers.